This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cattle decapitation here on Metal Shop. Man, the drummer for that band must be really sexy. 
<laughs> you sound. You can hear you just can how hear the sexiness. Sexy. Ooh yeah, just coming from those last beats, man. <laughs> Manufactured extinct, the Anthropocene extinction from 2015. In studio right now, Mr. Dave McGraw. Uh, dude, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us uh, this weekend on Metal Shop. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, and uh, when Ryan told us, he was like, hey, Dave lives in, in the Northwest. We knew we had to get you in, and you've been mentioning, you, you've been living here for, what, like 12, 10, 12 years now? Yeah, off and on. I mean, this is uh, the third time I've relocated back home, and it's great to be back. I mean... Uh, which part of town do you live in? I'm in Madison Park right now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, so you haven't been in Cattle Decapitation the whole time of the band. Um, so what got you into Cattle Decapitation? Like, uh, how did you join up with the band? Well, it was interesting. Uh, actually, I met uh, the guys in the band. We played this fest called uh, Robin Mosh Fest, and I was playing in a band called Sleep Terror at the time. Back oh, in yeah. We know Luke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Luke rules. Yeah. So, you know, we, me and Luke did this uh, two-man band tour thing, you know, and yeah. we ended up playing some good shows and ended up meeting Travis and became friends. And about a year after that, uh, they were like, hey, we need a drummer, you know, to go on tour. And I was available. So it all started there. That's awesome. So you got you have three of the the cattle decap uh, records under your belt, right? Yeah, that's correct. The first one was the Harvest Floor in two thousand nine, and then Monolith of Inhumanity two thousand twelve, and then the last album that we put out two thousand fifteen, the Anthropocene Extension. And uh, we saw you just recently at the at Studio Seven with Bruharia. Uh, man, that was an amazing show. I was actually on my first date with my girlfriend at that oh, show. Oh, awesome. So, uh, Cattle decapitation <laughs> day. You, uh, That's a good show to take your date out. Uh, uh, yeah, you, uh, you you worked some me- heavy metal magic, man. It's great. <laughs> it's romantic. It's great. That's awesome. I owe you a debt or a drink or something. <laughs> yes, a living, breathing piece of defecating meat oh, is your yeah. first kiss. Ooh. <laughs> hey, that's 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 when you know it's going to last, man. Oh, uh, man. That's awesome. How'd you get into drumming and, like, extreme metal? Well, it's kind of funny because um, I got into drumming because at the time, this is a long time ago, obviously, but uh, me and my buddies were going to start a band and there was no drummer. I actually wanted to play guitar, a bit of a yeah. closet oh, so guitar player. Out of and, necessity uh, then. But it was the Oh, class. yeah. I was like, well, I don't want to be left out of the band. You know, I want to <laughs> be in the band. So, hey, I'll play the drums. The classic conundrum. We don't have a drummer. I was like, hey, I'll do it. And then I was like, wait a minute. That was actually pretty awesome. And, uh, you know got into Metallica and listened to one, you know, that classic kick part. You know, oh, yeah. And that was it. I was just like, this is awesome. I got to be a drummer. Yeah. Of course, my parents are like, uh, yeah. are you sure you want to be a drummer? Like, a little loud, a lot, how, about, how about acoustic guitar? Like, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> you got a nice triangle over here for you. <laughs> we have some James Taylor records you can listen to, Dave. Yeah. No. But um, as far as extreme drumming, uh, I would say, well, Igor Cavalera was my first, uh, in my opinion, uh, extreme drummer that I got into because back you know if you just play with so much power and uh, you know the late 80s early 90s era of Sepultura was just so aggressive and you know death thrash I guess you could call it, I don't know you know but it just had that energy and to me that was like the purest form of extreme and then of course came Morbid Angel and everything else and a long long list of it's got more insane than there worse oh yeah there. then I'm like what is this it, it sounds like crap that was a blast beat and then you know <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know, my ears weren't um, developed yet, I guess, sure. to figure out what, what was going on. But So, know. I mean, I'm curious to know how you guys do this because, uh, you know, uh, where does Travis live? Uh, San Diego or down in California somewhere? I know you, you're not all in the same place at the same time. Right, right. No, the band's all in San Diego, and I decided to move back here because I missed it. But the reality is is that a lot of, a lot of pro bands actually uh, – as time goes on and you kind of get your workflow going and, and, you know, you have a system that works, you know, people relocate, you know, to, to make it work. I mean, this yeah. thing is a marathon, not a sprint, you know, so you just like got to do, you got to do what you got to do to make it work, to balance out, you know, your life. And you got to stay sane. Of course, of yeah. course. You know, I mean, obviously we love what we do, but, you know, you, you, we're not on tour all the time. We have families. Exactly. And yeah, friends, you got things to do. Wives, girlfriends, jobs, all that stuff. All right, we got uh, Dave McGraw from Cattle Decapitation. We're going to hold on to you for this hour. We're going to make you pick out some good songs and uh, play some more Cattle Decap. We're going to pay some quick bills and nice. uh, come back and talk more to you. If that's cool. Awesome. Sweet. All right, it's Metal Shop here on The Rock. We now return to Metal Shop on The Rock.
99.9 KISW. In studio with us right now, we have Cattle to Cash it. Cattle decapitation, <laughs> decapitation drummer, uh, Dave McGraw. He's hanging out. He kind of curated a nice, brutal playlist for us tonight. And, uh, yeah, we have some nice, tasty uh, morsels for us to chew on. Uh, but mm. while we do have you here, and we got you pinned literally in the corner, we're going to try and <laughs> we're gonna try and pull some info out of you. So, definitely. Uh, you know, you know, the last Cattle Decap record came out in 2015. That's right. Obviously, we all know how to add two years to 2015. It's been a little <laughs> while. So are you guys working on anything new? What's going on with the Cattle Decap Camp? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we all write in our own time. And, uh, you know, we've got some tasty stuff, you know, uh, prepared to go on a mix. But oh, um, oh, wow. we haven't really been uh, writing songs, you could say. I mean, we all have the stuff that, you know, we like to write in our own time. Sure. Uh, we're still focusing on touring right now since we uh, still have this year ahead of us to tour uh, supporting the last album. But, no, we're definitely working on stuff. Nice. Well... We are stoked for whatever whatever will be received from from uh, the cattle decapitation. We will uh, enjoy it in our loins. Yeah, and you better hook Excellent. us up. Oh, better hook us up when definitely. you get something new. Oh, you know it. We'll <laughs> accept it into our orifices. We'll come find you in Madison Park. <laughs> uh, who are some of your current influences, man? Uh, current influences. Ooh. A uh, bit of all over the place. Actually, we were just talking about this earlier. Uh, Earlier, but I've uh, been listening to a lot of Void of Silence and uh, Shape to Despair. Okay. Um, if I'm in that kind of funeral doom kind of stuff. But I, I mean, I, I listen to everything. I was listening to uh, a lot of uh, uh, Chilean jazz actually the other day. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, yeah. There's, I mean, it, it, it's not that they're different because they're Chilean. It's just that I grew up down there. So, sure. um, you know, there's some musicians that I've been following for a while and, and, and listening to where the, they, they're at now is. Very impressive. Yeah, so no, just. you were saying you listened to some uh, Funeral Doom, and uh, you like that style of music. Obviously, Cattle is a little bit faster. Do you think we'll ever hear <laughs> like a slower, like doomy Cattle song? Well, you know, I think that you can actually uh, w- hear a little bit of those influences in some of the songs sure. for the actually every album that I've been in, at least. And even before I was in the band, uh, Cattle's always been influenced by all kinds of different genres. And, uh, you know, we just try to make it work. But I mean, when we write, we're we're just basically writing what what we're you know the ideas that we came up with. We don't really yeah. say, okay, let's this part's gonna you know. You Here's know the I'm hardcore saying. song. Exactly. Here's the doom song. Here's, Here's the Chilean this. jazz part. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Here's the ska song. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I mean, like uh, I know that you guys have a little bit of downtime, not much in between touring and whatnot. Do you have any other projects that you work on? Do you have any like side bands? You jam with friends? Like anything like that on your own time? Not really. That's something that I'm actually uh, really wanting to change because I've been wanting to collaborate with different with other musicians for a long time. It's just that our touring schedule has been pretty hectic as of late. So when I'm home, I just like to spend time with with my girlfriend Kelly and hit the gym. What's up, hit Kelly? Hit the gym. Uh, you know, just just do other things, but uh, just kind of like take a break from it. You know, but um, I, I've been re inspired as of late, and I'm looking forward to starting projects with other people, but. As of right now, not nothing in particular. All right. Yeah. yeah. Fair cool. enough. Well, uh, let's get into a few of the songs that uh, Mr. Dave McGraw picked out here. Uh, should we start with Surreption? Yes. Yeah. Why Surreption, man? Uh, they, they've been my favorite death metal band since 2009. Cool. I've been extremely vocal about this. Awesome. Like, every time I can, you know, without being like, all right, you post about Surreption all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to freak those guys out, you know? <laughs> but uh, I had the pleasure of touring with them. Um, and uh, Cannibal Corpse in 2015, so I got to see them every day for like a month. That's your dream. Oh, nice. it was the best thing ever. You know, of course, I'm side stage, you know, air guitar, air bass, air everything, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I to, I to and like, they're just like, uh, I to like is Dave okay? Yeah, I have to chill out after <laughs> that. You know, they're like, all right, super fun. We got a super fan over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's Nerd on tour with us. Damn it. All right, well, uh, let's play some Surreption, and then uh, how, how you feel about s- some Madball, too, after that? Oh, of course. All right, let's do that, and then we'll be back with uh, Dave McGraw, drummer from Cattle Decap. Here's some Surreption on Metal Shop.
Metal Shop is in progress. This is Shop, Madball, New York Hardcore. Yeah, dude. That that wasn't just us playing one of our favorite bands. It was actually Dave from Cattle Decapitation wanted to hear that. You got a eclectic taste, man. Hey, <laughs> any reason to play Madball is cool with me. But uh, you know what time of night it is here on Metal Shop, where we kind of slow things down just a bit and enter the Metal Shop Brutal Poetry Lounge, where we investigate some of the finer intricacies of death metal lyrics tonight it's a very special edition of brutal poetry that's right so dave plays in a band called cattle decapitation he might often wonder when he's behind that drum set what the hell travis is actually saying so right now he's going to read the lyrics to one of their songs plagueborn it's cattle decapitation with dave mcgraw from cattle decapitation on brutal poetry Imbued atmospheric sepsis. My contribution to this assembly of disorder. Infiltrating insidious species. Specific disease capitalizing casualty hoarder. I am the history of adaptation materialized. Judge. Jury. Trial and error. I am the one you look for under your bed at night. Hellborn unspeakable terror. No god would ever have created me. Nothing could be so insane. This nature that makes us inherited disgust, animal and inane, inside of you. In the host, I will spawn, multiplying, dividing, taking over. All that you know is gone. Corruption of phylum. Genus, kingdom, order. You cannot go on. I am the scythe, that cutting you down pandemic. Scourge, human bodies are purged. Purged. Within the minds of every one of us, lies of piety, trust of lust, deep inside of everyone alive. A plague that can't be denied. Wow. Chilling. Amazing. That was Dave McGraw from Cattle Decapitation with Cattle Decapitation Plagueborn on Brutal Poetry.
KISW. Welcome back to Metal Shop. 99.9 KISW. This hour we have been hanging out with Mr. Dave McGraw from the Almighty Cattle Decapitation. Uh, he lives in town, and so we finally got his ass up into the studio. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, man. My pleasure. So I'm curious. I know you've been playing a lot of shows over the last your lifetime. Are there like one or two that stick out as like the best, like the most memorable show you've ever played? Ooh, that's a toughie. Um, well, you know, there's a lot that, that stand out, but I guess for me it would be... Uh, I, I personally like, and I tell this to the my, my bandmates all the time, I, I personally like smaller shows. You okay. Know, like, uh, you know, you know, 250 room capacity, you know. Intimate, yeah. Intimate, hot, steamy, loud. Um, Everyone's like standing on top of each other. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's it's really hard to think of a specific one because I guess I've been fortunate to play some pretty good shows in my life. Um, but I guess as of late, I'd say that my favorite show that we've played in the last, uh, I guess, cycle or something. I, we played um, played this tiny room in uh, in Wales, wow. and it was uh, it was a big soccer day. I remember, and we were like, you know pretty worried because you know it's, it's a huge deal out That's there you the know Hooligans, and, man. oh exactly get rowdy and, out there <laughs> well and the venue got moved we were supposed to play at a slightly larger place yeah and then they're like nope it got moved to like this place upstairs and for some reason almost every other show is like upstairs somewhere in europe so you're like oh you know oh in the heat oh the i mean heat. it was it was i almost fainted like three times or something like that but it was just awesome but anyway so you know there's <laughs> like 200 or 250 50 kids in there. You can only fit like 150. It was just out of control. Nice. Know. Kids flying everywhere. People were I mean, getting rowdy. You know, singing the lyrics and for death, which for death metal is, you know, like, wow. <laughs> That's dedication, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that that would be uh, probably my most, one of my, the most memorable shows for me in the recent uh, time that we've been playing out for this album. Uh, dude, that sounds rowdy. And speaking of rowdy, like, I was wondering, I mean, you have been on a lot of different tours with a lot of different people. What are, like, the rowdiest bands you've ever toured with? And uh, what are some of, maybe, bands that, like, like to pull the biggest pranks? Hmm. You know, see, I, I feel a little bit, uh, not not weird. Uh, I guess uh, I guess I'm conflicted uh, on that because I wouldn't want to really be on, on tour with bands that pull a lot of pranks or something like sure. that. Because, you know... I know that there's sort of this like a perception that when you go out on tour, it's all fun and games, and obviously you, we have a good time, yeah. you know. But you know, you want to you're, you're working with the same people every day, and you want to know that when it's time to get your game face on, you know, and, and you know respect people's uh, bubble s- bubble, you know, which there's no bubble when you're on tour, yeah. But um, I know we're the biggest th- partiers. Yeah. Well, that would be a lot of bands. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I, I think everybody, you know, I, I, at least in my camp, it's, uh, you know, after the job's done, you know, it's time to, to have a drink or two. Yeah. You know, but... Um, or seven or eight. Or, you know, or, you know yeah. exactly. You know. Back in the day, you know, when we did a lot of the driving ourselves, you know, obviously that wasn't the case, but we've been... Um, sort of retired of doing the, the driving ourselves and we're just kind of burnt out on it so well, you know convenient. that allows that allows yeah. for you to you know have a few so yeah, kick that's back. awesome exactly uh, there's probably a few younger kids listening right now that are like man I want to be like uh, I want to be like Dave I want to be a good drummer like what's a good place to start good piece of advice for a youngster out there trying to get into a band uh, well you know 
That's a tough one. Be, be prepared to be broke all the time. Well, I would work your ass I'm, I'm going to say some real adult stuff right now. How about that? Sure. Um, I'd say get your education out of the way. So, like, if you're a teenager right now, I don't know, maybe uh, if, if you're, like, 18, let's just say if you're 18. Sure. Or, or whatever, you're in your mid-20s. I would just say, like, you can tour whenever, you know, for the most part. Okay. Just get, get, I'm not saying that going to college or anything like that will guarantee you any sort of, uh, you know, great job or anything like that. But just get that out of the way. Get a backup plan. Get a backup plan ready because it's going to be tough. I mean, the I've toured for so many years where I came home and I had to, like, sell gear or whatever, you know. And that was like a normal thing, but I didn't care. I was, I, I knew that hopefully, well, I didn't know if that this was going to happen or not, but I was hoping that one day, you know, I, I wouldn't be in that situation. And unfortunately, I'm not anymore. But um, so that's try, what I would try and try and be secure. Yeah, just be Have responsible, you know, to. and like try to be responsible. Obviously, you know, you, no one's going to stop you from playing or getting better at your instrument, you know, or or, I mean, you can if, if you look at it nowadays. I mean, there's. With YouTube being what it is, and and just all the social media, I mean, you could, you can put out music and be known and and be a rock star without ever having to play a it's show true. in your life or go on tour. I mean, <laughs> so viral sensations. You know, I'm not saying go be a YouTube star or anything like that, but I'm just saying it's a lot easier now. You know, I think absolutely to, to get uh, rec- uh, to get noticed or just to get your music out there. So I'm, you know, just uh, have a plan B, keep doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, if you get a good plan going on, you might be able to do both, you know. Well, thanks, Daddy so. Dave. There you go. Yeah. Solid advice right there. I like Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell us about your drum endorsement. You've obviously worked hard enough to get yourself into a, a, a good situation here. Uh, how do you pronounce Sake drums? <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard it pronounced uh, a couple of different ways, but I think Sake. 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 Cool. It's like uh, Sake. How did, like how did that line up? Uh, you just in the right time, right, right place, right time. Somebody hit you up. A, a, a bit of that, a bit of that. Um, I was with Pearl Drums for a good amount of time, and obviously they're a great company and yeah. stuff. But uh, I was ready to try uh, something new and go with a different company. And we played a show in Poland in Warsaw, and uh, I've been at this point I'd been uh, aware of Sake for a long time, and I was. Really excited about them and and the drums that they were making. Okay, and uh, I mean they've been making drums since 1925, actually. In Japan. Damn, yeah, wow. handmade, handmade drums. Um, I mean they've been in the business for a long time. What what they were doing is they were actually the drum the drum manufacturer for the high end drum line for a company that I can't really say the name, but uh, it's pretty obvious if you look it up. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, you know, that's what they want. But anyway. Um, so, anyways, playing the show in Warsaw, and we get to the venue, and the one of the bands playing, you know, the drummer has a sake kit. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I freaked out. I'm just like, dude. Can, oh, you know, and he was like, oh, like, just like, oh, my God, man. Yeah, go ahead. Check it out. And then he's like, hey, after the show, like, you want to talk? And I was like, sure. And, you know, he knew someone that knew some other person and sure that whole thing happened and uh started corresponding and you know i just wanted to see what we could do so we are you know in a good situation uh they don't really have i mean they're obviously a well-known brand within the circle but i feel like uh in at least in my community direct community of drummers not so much so i said hey look i tour a bunch I can get these drums out in front of a lot of people. Yeah, you're the death metal representative for soccer. Exactly. And not just that. I mean, you know, uh, anything drumming, but but definitely death metal. That's what I'm known for. So, Uh, And that's how it's been. It's been awesome. I correspond with uh, the Japanese office all the time, and they're, like, super pro and super supportive and awesome, and it's just uh, a great thing. So I'm extremely excited. That's really badass. Hey, Rules, Ryan, you should grab a link to the website, toss it up on the Metal Shop Facebook there. You got it. All right, uh, Dave, let's play another quick song and then come back and talk to you a little bit before we let you go. Let's do it. Uh, Chosen by you, Criminal, 1997, off a dead soul, Slave Master. We're hanging with Dave from Cattle Decap. It's Metal Shop on the Rock.
Oh, yes. Part of the playlist curated by Mr. Dave McGraw, drummer of Cattle Decapitation. That's a band called Criminal Slave Master. You said they're from Chile? That's right. Yeah. Awesome. From Santiago. That is very cool. And uh, before that was Vianity. You played a lot of really good stuff tonight. Uh, very very stoked. Uh, you've actually kind of expanded the playlist a bit. You've played some stuff. I mean, we played Madball and Surreption, but we've never played Vianity or Criminal before. So. Oh, that's cool. Kudos. Right Kudos. Very cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, we're wondering, what is, uh, what's your favorite thing to do while on tour? Ooh. Oh, that's easy. That's an easy one. Well, I mean, other than masturbation. Yeah, you know, personal time. Which is actually very easy to do on tour. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what's up, fellas? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Check me out! <laughs> now, um, well, when possible, if there's a gym nearby and I have the time to go have a little exercise, I go do that because, yes, pe- you know, people say, oh, but you're playing every night. Like, you're getting ten- tons of exercise. Not really. Because yeah, you you're a lot traveling of all yeah. day. So it's a lot of hurry up and wait. Um, and you're actually not doing anything, like, physically not doing a lot of stuff. So, you know, a gym nearby, cool, go there. Or if it's, uh, you know, you're playing in a cool city, hey, the, the venue's like, in a good walkable part of town, go out for a walk, grab a coffee, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Um, and that's my favorite thing to do on tour. Cool. Yeah. Right on. One of our favorite questions that we usually ask this of everyone, pick a scar on your body, uh, tell us the story about how you got it, and show us if you don't have to take off. Oof, you know, too how much, much time do we have? Oh. <laughs> well, as much as you I'll, need. I'll, I'll try to make it quick. Got lots um, of scar. <laughs> so I have this, this scar underneath my armpit. Um, we were on tour in Europe, and I mean, I have actually... A fair amount of scars, which they're all from like surgery, so it's nothing like super badass or anything. Okay. But, um, anyways, so the scar underneath my armpit, we were on tour in Europe, and it's like the third day of tour or something in Berlin. Well, actually, the day before, we were in uh, Copenhagen playing some, some like pretty cool fest, and I'm like, oh, I felt like a zit or something, right? It's kind of like kind of gnarly, like bigger than that. Yeah. Next day, it's like the size of a golf ball. Dude. Staph infection. Uh, no, it was a huge abscess oh. that I got because of a staph infection mm. months before from oh. the gym. Oh, yeah. no. Chunky. And yeah. So anyway, perfect timing, of course, you know, on tour in Europe. And um, so it's my like my first time ever playing in Berlin. We've played Germany a million times, but never Berlin for some reason. And everybody's like, oh, I'm going to go see stuff. And I'm like, ah, cool. I'm going to go get general surgery. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, it, it was it was pretty pretty complicated, but um went did it, you know. Uh, what, they wanted to keep me like 3 hours afterwards because they're like, you know, I'm on like all kinds of stuff and I'm yeah. like So I wake up and they're like, "Oh, you have to be here for hours." I'm like, no, I, gotta you go. I have to go play a show." Yeah. <laughs> and I actually ran to the clinic to get the surgery because I was trying to stop a cab and no cab would stop. I'm, I mean, I was just like <laughs> in this major avenue in Berlin and I'm like are Yo, I got a leaky me? armpit over here. Dude, so like I ran to the clinic and I showed up like drenched alone, you know, to get general surgery so we could play a show, you know. Wow. But it was pretty cool and um, they, they treated me great. Um, as long as you took a video or photo, right? <sighs> yeah, you put it I, in I mean, a jar Dr. Pimple it, right? Popper here. I should have. <laughs> um, but did, um, did you listen to general surgery on your way over there? <laughs> I should have. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, so I got, you know, uh, went, played the show the next day. Um, it was funny because I'm like, so do I, I'm leaving the clinic, you know, and I'm like stumbling out of there, but trying really hard to pretend that I was completely okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, so do I need like medication or like anything? They're like, no, no. Have a good day. Just go. And I'm like, oh, okay. And the next day, you know, we're in Frankfurt. I'm like, oh, time to take the bandage out. And I'm thinking, you know, it's just like, whatever. No, it's like a magic trick. It's just like pulling oh, That's why you got to stay clean on the bus, man. Stay clean on the bus. Definitely, uh, definitely. Dave, uh, you're the man. Dave from Cattle Decap, uh, who's who we've been talking to this last hour. Thank you again for coming in, and, and be safe on your guys' next uh, upcoming tour. And uh, we'll have to have you in again sometime. Right on. Uh, do you got any final words for the Northwest before we jump into another Cattle Decap song here? Let you go for the night. Stay cheesy. Stay metal. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Here's Apex Blasphemy, it's Metal Shop on the Rock.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.